Hi, I'm Matt Curtis, founder of Smart City Policy Group. Our team of former policymakers works on bridging the divide between the innovation economy and government. This chat brings together discussions with local leaders, innovators, and stakeholders while we all try to highlight solutions that work. The world is changing and new ideas are coming to communities every day. Let's highlight the solutions and the best practices and let's hear what works for local leaders. Here now are Smart City Policy Stories. Thanks everybody for joining us. This is another episode of Smart City Policy Stories. My name is Matt Curtis and I'm proud today to get to speak with one of my very good friends, the city manager of Denton, Texas. Denton, if you haven't been there, is a beautiful town. It's in North Texas, just above Dallas and Fort Worth. It's part of the Dallas Metroplex, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. There's a lot of interesting things to talk about uh, with the city of Denton, all the great things they're doing there. And they're kind of dynamics of uh, being in a, such a gargantuan metroplex. So Sarah Hensley, city manager of Denton, how are you doing? I'm good. I, I'm doing really good. Thank you for having me, Matt. No, of course. Now, you've been in different roles in city government before. Uh, yes. Talk to us a little bit about your progression through city government. Well, actually, I started out in um, education uh, and then parks and recreation was really the field that I um, had gotten into and had worked around the country. Um, I worked in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, San Jose, California, where I was a mega department head, not just parks and recreation, but neighborhood services, grants, uh, strong neighborhoods, um, animal services. And um, and then from there, uh, chose to go to Phoenix to help run their uh, Parks Preserve Initiative and work in the um, their big program that they have over um, their Parks and Trails program and buying land from the, the state government to protect the saguaro cactus. And then um, to Austin um, to um, uh, serve as the department head there in Parks and Recreation and then was chosen to move over to City Hall as an interim assistant city manager and served there for two years. And then, uh, you know, kind of spread my wings, uh, came up to the Dallas area in Denton as an assistant city manager after a year was promoted to deputy city manager. And now currently I'm the interim city manager. So their um, council is going to decide what they want to do here, probably tomorrow at the council meeting. So that's sort of my path um, to um, being where I am. I think I'm a non-traditional type city manager that I worked through different departments and the departments I worked in were more outwardly focused versus, a, you know, a traditional way of finance or accounting or budgeting, which is more inwardly focused. And quite frankly, I think that has helped me more than I would have even known as I have um, developed relationships with communities and um, the different communities. And that has kind of uh, spearheaded me into this kind of role where I feel like I'm more of a, um, a a collaborator and working to solve problems and issues than someone who is used to just saying, this is what you have, this is what you need to do, and this is where you need to go. You know, what's so incredible about that story is uh, I didn't know about the background with the city of Phoenix. And Phoenix has such a, a shockingly um, uh, uh, fascinating little uh, set of trails that are dispersed oh, throughout the city. I mean, what you guys did with the trail and park system there is incredible. It's really beautiful. I'm very proud of that. And the fact that we worked um, uh, an enormous amount of time purchasing land to preserve it, but also the Parks Preserve Initiative was, well, while I was there, it was um, reapproved. So it helped to pay for a lot of the work that needs to be completed, but also the maintenance part, which was a unique situation. And then, of course, the council was very supportive of that. And since I've left, sort of, they've done a tremendous job of completing all of that and really helping uh, Phoenix become a city of, of uh, for quality of life. 
Now you're in Denton. Um, I'm particularly uh, fond of Denton, where <laughs> I spent a lot of time going to the University of North Texas. Some people would say it's uh, the greatest university in the in the United States, but that person might be me. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that's great about the University of North Texas, though, is you are in a music a, a mega center. I mean, yes. it really is just an incredible place. I mean, it, it, I've I've never been to a place where just walking around the town, you hear jazz and you know great sounds just coming out of windows. It's it, it had to be a new experience for you. Well, it was, except that a lot of times people refer to Denton as a little Austin in a lot of ways because of the live music and the venues. Um, and we're hopeful it's starting to come back. But yeah, it was a little bit of a shock for me because I didn't, I really didn't know that. But yes, live music and your um, smaller venues of jazz and blues and so forth is a big deal here. And I think it just, just um, bumps up the characteristics of this city and it's a special place. So managing a city that got these two great universities, Texas Women's University and the University of North Texas, that had to be an interesting dynamic because you truly, I hate to describe Denton as a college town, but it really is kind of the definition of a college town. It is. And um, I think the, the biggest part for us, though, is is having those relationships with um, both the universities, working with them. And as a matter of fact, we have uh, meetings with this coming up where we're finally going to be meeting in person again to talk about um, anything from uh, closing a road over here with TWU and some of our partnering efforts. And then, of course, working with the North University of North Texas. North- North Texas, we do a lot of work um, with the police there. Our police department works with them. So we have a lot of um, cross efforts, you know, cross um, the line of things that uh, whether it's policing or training or we speak to classes at both the schools and um, share sort of a, um, our history and our experiences. But we also work a lot with student interns um, to help them grow as well. So it's been a really great relationship. And because you're building, you're growing, you're fostering such incredible talent there, do you notice that at the city level? Do you notice that there seems to be a, a, a unique level of or a unique talent pool for you to choose from for you know, new hires for positions? That is that is true. And we're very lucky to have that. We're also lucky, though, to have um, and I can't claim a lot of the credit for that. But the previous city manager, Todd Hallman, he brought in or um, promoted people who had a lot of good skills and good leadership skills, particularly. So we're very lucky not only to have a good leadership group here, but you're right. We, we pull from Texas Women's University in North Texas a lot. That's great. That's great. What an incredible you know talent pool to have. So many cities are t- starved for that type of thing. And I think at the same time, maybe some cities don't always understand that the greatest talent that they have is talent that's already there. That's right. And the, and the partnership. I think some cities lose the opportunity to, to really create and sustain that great partnership. And I think we've been really good about we can't do it without them, either one of them. And so we make sure that we're right there by the hip, making decisions, talking to them and making sure we all create a city that we want to live in. Boy, talk about the amount of layering that you have to deal with. (laughs) Two major universities, different police departments, all the different services on top of the city and the county. But then we also connected Denton in a better way to the uh, entire Metroplex in recent years through transit. Yes. So you, you have to have this close relationship with a variety of new transit services yes. that are coming out to Denton. Talk to us a little bit about that. So we have the Denton County Transit Authority that uh, runs, and I actually serve on the North Texas Mobility Commission. And so we're we're um, right now they've they've worked on completing a sort of a, an overall plan of how best to serve 
the, the citizens of Denton and the, the county, quite frankly, uh, in the future. So they're looking at that, but it is something um, like most cities that start to grow that have to really try to get ahead of this uh, because, you know, your um, our roads, we're working on our roads. We have a big capital program. Um, not everybody wants to drive because you start to see the traffic uptick. And so this is that uh, other opportunity for mobility that is significant, not only for those who don't want to own a car, but for those who are students who are trying to get from, let's say, the Dallas area to their class. And, and now that they're starting to go back in person. So it is, I always call it a balancing act where you have to balance what's going on around you from construction then to where we can continue with mobility and make sure that people have access to transportation. Um, and I'll add to that is that not only are we working with DCTA and trying to get that all worked out and the possibility of on-demand uh, for ridership, we're also looking at how we can better do our um mobility pathways, meaning for bikes and ped and stuff, so that we have access and we start doing it ahead of the game instead of waiting to try to retrofit. And we're doing some of that now, but I think as you as a city's growing and we are growing tremendously, we're pulling about 30 to 35 permits a week in regards to development. Um, it's It's something you have to be thinking about the whole time. Wow. Yeah, no, of course. And, you know, uh, it, it kind of has a level of walkability that you don't yes. always find in the southwestern United States uh, in most cities. So you have this great walkability. Uh, and one of the neat things that I heard you mention was building on that, building these pathways, especially as we're getting these new technologies. Uh, yeah. I'm sure the universities were probably a scene of new uh, electric scooters and electric bikes. Oh, yes. Um, has that been something where you've had to communicate with the individual companies that have tried to bring those services in? You know, we've been real fortunate that the universities have uh, selected to handle that themselves. And um, they've had a trial period. I know UNT did a trial period and it didn't it wasn't as positive as they thought it would be so that it hasn't been as big of a deal as we've seen in other cities where the electric scooters and the electric bikes end up on in the middle of a sidewalk. In a, in a water area and those kinds of things. So I, it may still be coming more and be more prevalent, but both of those universities, and particularly, you know, from UNT, they have that ability of a student parking sort of off campus, walking across I-35 and getting to the campus area without really having to um, maneuver it with a bike or a um, scooter. And, 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 and Texas Women's University is sort of the same way. They've developed uh, uh, their parking from an outside perspective so people can come in, bring their bike there, and then ride in on the campus situation. So it's, it's actually have turned out to be quite a good situation. Now we're working with them on better bike paths, better access to the campus, but not necessarily having to use scooters. I think they've, they are both trying to decide if that is really some where they want to go. That's great. You know, and it is such a laboratory uh, for <laughs> mobility in that community. I mean, it's, it's, I've, I've probably never, in, I, I never thought about this before outside of New Orleans. I don't think I've ever seen so many people walking in one community in the Southwestern United States. Yeah, everyone walks a lot around here, and it's and that's why we have to really stay ahead of the game when it comes to our our uh, alternative mobility ways, you know, pathways. It's and we have to really be smarter about that. And do you see people choosing Denton as a place to move employers more and more? Yes, employers choosing Denton as a destination. Yes, we're seeing that now more than ever. I will tell you that it's um, there's an uptick in that as well. But also, we're seeing an an, um, an increase in. Um, 
people wanting to own a home here, they're starting to move out of the heavy metroplex area and saying, I need a better quality of life. I don't want to have to drive, you know, five miles takes me 30 minutes. Um, I want to be where I can walk to work or I can ride a bike to work or I can get to work within 10 minutes. So we're seeing a lot of growth from a housing perspective, residential, but we're also seeing a lot of growth in the business area because of we're right on the I-35 corridor. And with Alliance Airport right there, we are in the hot, the sweet spot, as I would like to say. And that's exactly what's happening. No, you know, I mean, for an employer, it's a uh, it's really just a gem because it's where the you know east and west sides of I-35 come back together. Right. Uh, you have a very close shot to uh, DFW Airport. Yep. Very easy down to DFW Airport, almost easier to get to DFW than to get to DFW from Dallas. Really, that's right. That's right. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's just such a, a gem of a town. So you're it, we're, it really we're, is. We're excited to have you there for sure. Now, tell us uh, uh, just a couple quick things uh, about the c- culture of the community. You know, when I was going to school there, you had probably the best bookstore uh, that I ever found used bookstore on the square. Is that still there? Recycle it's still there. Book. Yes. It's still there. Records. What a great uh, destination. And then I feel like you had more great hamburger uh, stuff. Oh, I, what, LSA burgers. Um, you know, we still have, we have barley and board. The, the, down, the, the downtown square is just really a neat place. And we're working on the possibility of doing a um, more of a master plan for the downtown area to look at what else can we do from a walkability standpoint and upgrades. Um, and encouraging businesses to um, stay and, and thrive. Um, we're also looking at, you know, trying to stay ahead of the game is how do we develop the parking on the perimeter so people can do what they need to do but not clog the downtown area. That's when you start to see people wanting to not go. So we want to be able to create that uh, opportunity for people to park on the perimeter on their outskirts of the square. But it is a it's a lively place. You go down there any uh, afternoon and evening. It's packed, um, and so it's it's a great place to be. It, it really is. Well, so it sounds like all of your municipal government outward roles, your roles of communicating with the community, interacting with the community, have helped you to develop this mindset of being proactive. You've said it several times, being ahead of the game and really creating a master plan for all these different layers where you interact with, whether it was, you know, uh, the uh, interactions with the university, developing the pathways, redeveloping downtown. You're really thinking ahead of the game, how to create a great city for the future. What do you see? Where do you see cities of the future going? Where do you see us creating uh, uh, like the the 20 year, 30 year plan for a city like Denton? Well, I think. For me, you know, having worked in a lot of cities, I think it's it isn't uh, business as usual. It is not business as usual. I think it's it's looking outwardly more and creating those uh, partnerships with your nonprofit communities, your business communities, to help um, so that the reliance on a general fund or the reliance on taxes to create you know more opportunities becomes more of a stable situation and not oh we got to add more we've got to have more i think sometimes um, and i'm a big believer in looking at who is the best one to serve that community is it the government is it someone else is it that we just support the nonprofit and we're starting to see that more and more here by working with united way and other places that they're just better at doing some things than we are or the nonprofit and i think the future of good government is 
looking to those partners and deciding who's best to serve that community, supporting them in the way you can, but not always that city having to do it, who who creates, I think, sometimes we can do it, we can do it better. And that's not always the case. So I think that's the future of city and city government, if it's going to be good government. I think the continual opportunity for conversations and bringing a community together and and helping to make decisions that way instead of, hey, we know what's good for you. We'll tell you what's good for you. It's more about what do you think is good for you? Where do you want the city to go? And that's people who live there and have lived there, but also new residents who may have new ideas. Um, And I think keeping a city vibrant by looking at the major Um, plans. Your comprehensive plan has to be updated on a regular basis. This idea of we'll do a comprehensive plan every 10, 15 years, that's that's not working anymore. A city is too fluid. And um, and so it's all of those things in helping letting the community help you figure out where you want to be in the next three years, the next five years, the next six years, and then making those adjustments so that you're there and creating that. I always say you have to create that community for a lifetime. And I think If we don't do that, then we become stagnant, a city becomes drained, and then you start to see people leave. And that is not what we want for the city of Denton. I love it. You're creating a community for a lifetime. That's wonderful. Well, Sarah Hensley, thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Interim City Manager for the city of Denton, Texas. And uh, we look forward to continuing to follow your uh, success there. We really look forward to it and hopefully come up there sometime soon. I hope you do. Uh, Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. It's so good to see you.